Welcome to another episode of the Untitled Podcast. Let's discuss Black Sabbath. What you are about to hear is deeply disturbing. Hey, man, what are you doing in my sleeping bag, man? I was looking for my Black Sabbath record, man, which I found. Hey, man, that's my Black Sabbath record, man. It is not, man. It is so, man. It is not, man. It is so, man. It is not, man. Yes, it is, man. It's Tony and Bill and Geezer and Ozzy. It's the Black Sabbath Show. have I don't know why I mean they're awesome of course but they connected with me on such a deep level I mean it's it's not like they're better than Rolling Stones or several other bands I love but man up on my list of important bands bands I just go to there's Beatles and there's Sabbath Black Sabbath my first introduction to Black Sabbath was an eight-track tape that I found somewhere that didn't even have the album cover on it. It was Paranoid, and you could barely read the album titles. The thing was a mess. The only way to get it to play was to take a cigarette matchbook and shove it in the A-track player with it and listen to it. And even then it warbled some, but man, I listened to that A-track a lot. I didn't know anything about them other than they sounded scary, the name sounded scary, and it seemed like anytime that name came up in public or on TV or whenever, People always kind of 
wondered why a 10-year-old is listening to Black Sabbath. This is Black Sabbath. Starring the incomparable Boris Karloff and lush and lovely women, even though one is from the netherworld. When I got this 8-track and when I started reading about Black Sabbath, it turns out they had broken up. And then very shortly thereafter, I saw a really cool advertisement for a Black Sabbath album on the back cover of Hit Parader or Circus Magazine, and it was for Heaven and Hell. Totally different singer, really a much different sound, much more polished, but still really amazing. And it all comes down to Tony Iommi. No matter what version of Sabbath you're talking about, Tony is always in there. Tony's the one mainstay. Tony has the riffs. Just 
Tony Iommi virtually invented heavy metal. And if you don't know the story, in short, Tony Iommi had his fingertips cut off and had to detune his guitar down solo and learn to play in a way that basically became the basis of an entire genre of music. And there's been nobody who does it better. Bill Ward, who was the drummer, the original drummer, and the best drummer the Sabbath ever had. thing about Bill Ward is he could swing and I mean like really some of the Sabbath stuff is actually funky a lot of those awesome drummers from back then John Bonham Ginger Baker Nick Mason these are guys who had chops and jazz because there was no heavy metal before And then the man who's probably the most influential on me as far as bass playing goes is Geezer Butler.
Weezer also wrote the lyrics for all of these songs that uh, Ozzy Osbourne seems to have co-opted as being his, but really the lyrics in Black Sabbath have always pretty much been Geezer Butler for the classic era and then Ronnie Dio later on and so forth. I didn't even consciously try to co-opt his style, but it just became more of my style. It was sort of like uh, where the bass lines were very lyrical and fluid and never boring, but they just had this power and it just wove in and out of Tony's power chords. Geezer is the man to play the parts because he could play with distinction, even with Tony Iommi just laying down the hammer and Bill Ward back there swinging all over the place, not to mention Ozzy. Times are usually tough in Aston, the funky section of tough Birmingham, England. And the music of the Aston group Black Sabbath reflects their harsh environment. Warner Brothers, aware as always, offers you a music as gentle as an open wound with Black Sabbath. And knowing you, I think you all identify marvelously with this group on Warner Brothers Records and Tape. Black Sabbath. The first Black Sabbath album was really a milestone for heavy metal. It might be the nail on which everything else is hung. that has the number one album in England and the number one single. They've just exploded on the continent and they're here now in the States for their first U.S. tour. The group is Black Sabbath. Paranoid is the album that most people know and start with because it has the single Paranoid, which is actually a really great song despite the fact that it's overly familiar that you've heard it so many times.
that song was an actual hit single, which is really strange. But Paranoid has so many great songs, including War Pigs, which is the greatest anti-war song ever written, period, Bob Dylan. Generals gathered in their masses Just like witches at black masses Evil minds that plot destruction Sorcerer of death's construction In the fields of bodies burning As the war machine keeps turning Death and hatred to mankind Wash my hands. Oh, larger. What can you say about this album? It's damn near perfect. There's a two minute and 30 second drum solo thing called Rat Salad. Every other song is top shelf. I mean, I could just play tracks from this whole album and it's incredible. Uh, but you gotta get the album, listen to the whole thing, repeatedly, loud.
start spinning round You fall down to the ground Feel your body heave Death and start to weave Really, the first four albums are damn near perfect. Uh, that includes Master of Reality, which was the third album that has so many wonderful, awesome songs on it. Black Sabbath has just released their third album, Master of Reality by Black Sabbath, on Warner Brothers.
take one. Take one. Okay. Okay.
volume four. Oh my God, that's just, again, a continuation. Just boom, 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 boom. Four incredible albums. Black Sabbath, volume four. A new album of dark reality. Black Sabbath, Volume 4. When sadness fills my day, it's time to turn away and let tomorrow's dreams become reality to me. Black Sabbath, Volume 4. A new chapter in darkness on Warner Brothers Records and Tapes. Ozzy Osbourne has described cocaine as the cancer of the band. Yeah, it was, absolutely. Initially, we thought it was great and we thought it was helping us create. And Volume 4 was probably the last album where the drugs were working for him. There's even credits on the album for cocaine. Black Sabbath album, Sabbath Bloody Sabbath, is still within the canon of the really awesome stuff.
just a slight step down, I think, after four.
where the band, I think, first started grasping for material to put on the album. Without a doubt, Sabotage is the sixth album and really does bookend the essential Sabbath stuff. bizarre album cover. Some of the songs on here are just the heaviest shit ever. Hole in the Sky. And then you've got Symptom of the Universe.
Again, this album is struggling a little bit to hold it together, and there's some experimental stuff, but it's still a really cool album. You gotta own the first six Sabbath albums. If you have to buy one record to get started, there's a compilation called We Sold Our Souls for Rock and Roll, and it's light on songs from the 
last two albums I mentioned, Sabotage and Sabbath Bloody Sabbath. But it just kicks ass start to finish. It's one of the best, greatest hits types albums you can buy. Then Technical Ecstasy comes out, and it has a really interesting album cover. I, I think it's really cool, but it doesn't fit the band at all, and to me, neither does the music. There's nothing essential off this album. There's some interesting things, like Bill Ward singing It's Alright. from our Technical Ecstasy album. It's a number entitled Dirty Women.
track Dirty Women was played uh, on one of the Sabbath reunion tours I saw, but it's nothing spectacular. And then even worse is Never Say Die, which came out in 78. I always thought the album looked really cool, kind of interesting album cover. All right, we're going to do a, a number off our latest album. The album's called Never Say Die. And we're going to do the title track off the album called Never Say Die. I hope you like it. a bit of interesting information. Ozzy quit uh, briefly before this album came out and he was actually replaced by a guy named Dave Walker who had been in Fleetwood Mac, believe it or not.
they wrote a few songs with him, and they even did an appearance on some TV show playing the song called uh, Junior's Eyes, which changed dramatically when Ozzy came back into the band. Junior's Eyes, I think, is easily the best song on the album. It's got this very funky bass part that really doesn't fit in a lot of ways, but the chorus sounds like what Ozzy became when he went solo. So I'd be hard-pressed to find more than two songs I like off this album, but I know there are those of you out there who love Technical Ecstasy and Never Say Die, and God bless you, because I love bad albums as well. And so with Never Say Die, Ozzy gets fired, band looks like it's on the ropes, and then Black Sabbath went to a million different iterations, of course, Ronnie James Dio. Thank you, thank you so much. Well, this is a song uh, written a few years back, still holds up today, because it tells you what shape the world is in. The world's a piece of shit, and this will tell you all about it. This one's called War Pigs. 
Ian Gillian from Deep Purple. Here's one, you're gonna know it's thing called War Pigs. Thank you. Everybody was a singer in that band. If you sang, you were in Black Sabbath at least for a little while. The, the whole thing was to, for me, it was to carry on. I'd never left the band, I've always been in the band. So it's come to a stage where if somebody leaves, you replace them, you know, because nobody ever replaced Ozzy. We just carried on. You have somebody else come in and carry on. Um, what are we supposed to do? Just stop and go, oh, that's it then. Sing me a song, you're a singer. Pass me the bong, you're a bringer of reefer. The devil is never a maker. I think that he's coaching the Lakers. But then like in 97, 98, 99, 2000, somewhere in there, I ended up seeing the original lineup of Black Sabbath like three times in a row. Like they had tried to get back to, together a million times. There was battles. There was lawsuits. There was ugliness. There was Sharon Osbourne. But then I finally got to see Black Sabbath. wildest thing about seeing them uh, the first time and during the song Black Sabbath I looked back over the hill behind me and there was a trash fire with hundreds of kids just swirling around it it was like evil looking the moon was out and it was Black Sabbath and it was an awesome show and then another decade went by in which Ozzy went back to doing some solo stuff and Black Sabbath with Ronnie James Dio got back together calling themselves Heaven and Hell Heaven and Hell the new band featuring Tony Iommi Geezer Butler and former Black Sabbath drummer Bill Ward is essentially Black Sabbath according to vocalist Ronnie James Dio they're gonna call us Sabbath anyway it doesn't really matter you know we can call it Heaven and Hell or you know that's what we were, that's what we will always will be. The name doesn't matter really. Everyone is still gonna think of us as what we were, Sabbath of Ronnie. And Sharon and Ozzy really tried to scrub the whole Black Sabbath thing as just being the four original members as if none of the other guys really were even there or important. To be fair, about 75% of them weren't. Available now. 
And then they got back together in 2012 to record an album uh, with Rick Rubin producing, but uh, apparently Bill Ward couldn't do it. There were financial things. Who knows what the truth is, but in the end, Brad Welk of Rage Against the Machine played drums on it and was a good choice. He can swing like Bill, but it would have been great to actually have had the original four do that last album. It was called 13. Had some interesting things, a little weak on the songcraft, a little long on nostalgia, but not a bad way to wrap up the original Black Sabbath band, or at least the, the core of that band. The end of one of the most legendary bands in rock and roll history. Black Sabbath. One for the mind, two for the show. Get ready and go and go and go to. This has been produced by Donnie Shattuck.